Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Richie. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? We back and I wish I'd be having some horns or something like that because we're in season two. I don't know if y'all noticed, but for each of the episodes, you'll see that it says season one and I wanted one season to total 100 episodes. And for those of y'all that definitely don't know, last week was the 100th episode that I celebrated. Super excited to have reached that milestone. Y'all don't even know for all of y'all that have been rocking with me for a while. Y'all know, woo! Some weeks it was hard, but I got these episodes out, okay? So we are officially in season two, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone for all of the listens, for all of the support, all of the shares, all of the things that y'all have done that has made this podcast thrive the way that it's doing. Y'all are the reason why I'm here, so thank you, thank you, thank you, and let me just go ahead and say this, y'all. We back on time. Look at me, okay? Your girl is doing good, all right? <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and start off with a few church announcements. Y'all know the Mindfully Rich Consultant, which is me, is in business. And one of my services that I love just because it's less commitment is my breakthrough calls. And some people, they ask me in my DMs, what is the breakthrough call? What does that mean? So for those of y'all that listen, y'all get a chance to get breakthroughs every single week here on the podcast because I'm dropping gems all the time about finances, different things. And for those, I mean, it's over a hundred episodes. So y'all know I've been talking about a lot of stuff, but I do have breakthrough calls where if you have a problem that's going on in your finances, you're looking for some guidance. I'm a vet in the financial industry, know a lot about a lot. I've worked a lot of jobs in the financial industry over the last 15 years. And I want to be able to assist you. And let me stop forgetting about my credential. I am a certified financial educator and expert. So let me stop Okay, I be forgetting to add that, put some respect on my own name, okay? And so instead of the coaching the coaching option that I have, because I do have one-on-one coaching available, instead of that, if you're just looking for just a breakthrough on a specific problem or a few specific problems that you're having, the call is an hour. This has been blowing up. I have lots of people that are getting this. If this is something that can assist you is one-on-one for an hour over Zoom where we discuss whatever your financial problem is and I give you some expert advice to help you with getting through. The reason why I love this is because Y'all, I am a big No Limit fan, like love No Limit. Oh my goodness. I'm pretty sure. I don't know which episodes it was, but back when they came out with like, it was a No Limit series on BET, child, I about broke my necks. Um, Master P, oh my gosh, I don't even know. But anyways, Master P was on there and he was talking about how he received some information. He paid $25,000 to consult with I think it was Michael Jackson's lawyer. And he said that information made him millions. So I look at it like that. The service isn't super expensive, but I promise you, 
getting the answer to your problem or finding the root to a problem when you don't know it, child, when somebody can help you with that, y'all, that's the reason why it's called the breakthrough call. So if you are interested in that service, please make sure you look at the show notes or you can go on Instagram. Y'all know that that's my social media of choice. I'm at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. And you should see my link tree where it allows you to set up an appointment. You could do all of that because I get DMs all the time asking how you can do that. I do have it a little bit more professional so that that way you can set your own appointment up. All of the details are listed in my link tree. So that is something that you can do. But for those of y'all that are looking for more structured, more lengthy coaching because I do offer the one-on-one coaching as well. It's a three-month commitment. You can check that out in my link tree as well. Just because y'all, I'm open for business and I got to let y'all know about this. If I'll talk about my business, y'all won't know about it. All right. <laughs> Last church announcement, just to let y'all know, I am accepting advertising on the podcast now and sponsorships. If you want to sponsor the podcast or sponsor the Let's Talk About Money segment, y'all can email me at mindfullyrich at gmail.com. You can get the details in the show notes. I'm going to start bringing those to y'all soon because we got to get this podcast making some money. It's over 100 episodes. I didn't put my put my cell phone out there. I didn't show that I can do a lot. It's time to go ahead and get these advertisements going. All right. So back to our scheduled programming. All right. We're going to go ahead and move into the let's talk about money segment. And y'all know I am continuing this nine or 10 part. I don't know yet. Okay. Y'all know I love a good series, but I have this newest series titled how to survive financially during a recession because we are officially in a recession as of a week ago, the textbook definition of recession. Once again, some of y'all may be feeling it. Some of y'all may not. It just all depends on where you're at financially, what it is that you're buying those things. There's so many different elements that can affect you. But all in all, what I do know is that the economy itself is slowing down. And so I've been talking about that on the first two episodes. So if you haven't checked out the first two episodes of the series, I would encourage you after this one to go ahead and go back. Some good information, Savannah. Okay. That reference comes from waiting to excel. So if y'all ain't never seen waiting to excel, you ain't gonna know where that come from. (laughs) The Savannah part at least. Okay. So go ahead and go back so you can check out those episodes. But today for the third episode of the series, I'm concentrating on talking about three ways that you can stretch your dollars during these inflated and shrinkflated times. I know. Have y'all ever heard that term before? Okay. So one of my girls, she let me know. She listens to the podcast. Let me tell you what, to have people that you're friends with that listen to the podcast is always so amazing because you're always like, oh my God, what do they think? Right? Because just because they're your friends doesn't mean that they actually have to listen to the episodes. But I'm always just like, oh my God, like just screaming inside. And so one of my friends, she listens to the podcast and she was asking me, had I heard about shrinkflation? And I was like, Mm-mm, I heard about that, but that definitely sounds like something that we need to talk about on the podcast. So I had to do my research and I had to figure it out. But I want to go ahead and start with some basics first before we start talking about shrinkflation. All right. So I'm going to start with inflation. Everybody should know what inflation means. Inflation is just a rise in prices. That's what a lot of us are seeing. When the prices start rising on everything, that means our purchasing power is down just because your dollars can't stretch as much. All right. You think about times when 
it's not inflated or the economy isn't slowing down and there's not things going on. You feel like you're kind of at like a steady pace. You know the price of everything. But for a while, we had to worry about gas was going up. It felt like 20 cents every couple of weeks or every week or so, right? And even in the stores, if you grocery shop, if you're in the stores, if you're buying shoes or you're buying clothing, any of the goods and services that you're buying, you'll see that prices are rising. All right. And if you're not noticing it, okay, money bags, look at you not caring. Okay. But I notice it. <laughs> okay. No matter how mindfully rich I am, child, look, you keep money by keeping money. All right. And so I don't like spending no extra money. And so that's inflation. But let's get on into shrinkflation. So what shrinkflation is, this is the practice of reducing the size of a product while maintaining the original sticker price. So what that really means is you see your products getting smaller, but the price is increasing on it, right? And you're probably wondering, okay, so what's that happening with? So the first thing that I thought of before I even did any research on this was chips. So I'm a chip head. I love me a good bag of chips, a good bag of Flaming Hots, okay, specifically. And I've been noticing Flaming Hots been getting smaller by the day, okay? Every single time I eat Flaming Hots, it feel like, all right, especially if you get the smaller bags. Because back in the day, I can remember we used to get, so there was this like this corner store that was by my school when I went to Rosa Parks. And Harvey, right? And so it was a corner store and I used to get cheese put on top of my Flaming Hots. These was quarter bags. Now the quarter bags are like, I remember when they turned to 50 cent bags, but now them quarter bags, they don't even exist no more. They got a bag that's like a dollar fifty or something like that, but it looked like two fifty. It looked like two quarter bags to me. I don't know, but I've been noticing it with chips because your girl likes to eat some chips. All right. So that was the first thing that I noticed. Then I started noticing it with toilet paper because I love Charmin, right? So if you, if you have Charmin toilet paper, you know that they'll always say, oh, you can get six rolls and it really equals 10 rolls or 12 rolls or something like that. But then that amount started going down. Same with Bounty toilet paper. I'm sorry, not Bounty toilet paper. Downey's, what's that stuff called? Paper towels, child, look. <laughs> Toilet paper, paper towels, child, they all running together, okay? I started noticing it a little bit with Bounty. And you know how Bounty has where you can cut one, two, or three sheets and all that stuff. I'm just like, scam, scam, okay? Give me all of my paper towel, all right? And so the next place that I noticed it was Oreos, mainly the double stuffed Oreos. So if y'all eat double stuffed Oreos, I don't know if y'all bought a container of them this year or lately, they are definitely smaller. Okay. I've been buying these for me and the kids for a long time. So I know how many supposed to be up in there. Okay. Thick girl. I love me some cookies. So I'd be like one, two, three, four, five. I know how many supposed to be up in there. Okay. So when it comes smaller, you know, so those were the things specifically that I noticed. And then lately, as of literally the last two weeks, when I've been making cabbage and collard greens, I noticed that the cabbages were smaller. At first, I thought, oh, maybe I'm buying the organic cabbage. And then I didn't even buy the organic cabbage. I just noticed that the heads of cabbage are just smaller. And I don't know why, but they just are. If anybody else noticed that, child, y'all got to DM me and let me know. Because look, look, when I get eye-opening moments like that, it'd be like, oh, is anybody seeing this? You know, so let me, let me feel seen if you saw it too. Okay. And collard greens. Collard greens I've been buying for a long time. I am that girl who made collard greens. I love me some collard greens. And I feel like you get less leaves. That's just me. That's just me. 
Okay, so those are the things that, like I said, from shrinkflation, when you see a reduced size of the thing that you're buying, but the price is either the same price or higher. Those are the things that I've noticed. So when I went online to research some examples of shrink, blah, 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 shrinkflation, there were a lot of people that were talking about, you can see shrinkflation happening when you see the smaller dish detergents that still happen to be the same price or higher. Laundry detergent, dishwashing liquid, body washes, toothpaste, shampoo, and the list continues to go on. So I'm just telling you about this just so that you understand what's going on. Not only are we dealing with inflation where the prices are rising, but you also have shrinkflation that's happening where the things that you buy are smaller and you're paying either the same price or you're paying more for that, right? So you're probably like, okay, so why are we talking about all that? Because this brings up the topic for today, the reason why we need to stretch our money, just because if we paying more for stuff and if we're getting smaller items and still paying more than what we used to pay for it, we need to be able to stretch our dollars even longer. Okay. Money needs to be long right now. All right. I've already did the episode talking about how you can Increase your income by finding passive ways for you to have multiple sources of income. So you're not just relying on one paycheck. Also talked about ways that you can make your paycheck, whatever it is that you're receiving for income, making that work for your lifestyle by finding money in your money. Okay. You're going to have to go back to the episode so you can hear what I said. And today I want to just talk about just ways, just some mindful ways that you're able to stretch your dollars longer. All right. So we're going to go ahead and jump into those reasons. All right. And the first way that you can stretch your money longer is going to be planning more. And y'all probably listening like, that's it. Yes. Some of the easiest things to do are the hardest things for us to do. Just because think about it like this. We spend money in a lot of areas in our life. If we're planning for all of those areas, that means we'll know how much it is that we need to spend before we even spend it. Right. But a lot of people don't do that. It's like a surprise. You just pop up like I'm doing X, Y and Z didn't plan for it. Now, there are going to be things that we're not going to plan for. That's the reason why saving money is going to be important. We're going to talk about that a little later, but we can plan for a lot of the things and a lot of the different areas in our lives for the things that we need to do and the things that we want to do. I know it's not rocket science. It's one of those things that you just need to hear just so that you can understand. All right. Maybe I do need to do this. All right. And so when it comes to planning to help you with saving your money, I want y'all to think of it like this. I live in California, right? So when I'm getting gas, I plan where I'm getting my gas from. I don't just run out of gas and then I say any, many, miny, mo. Okay. I know exactly where I'm going to get my gas because I know which gas station is fitting my budget. All right. I know which gas station is going to be the best gas that goes into my car and then also the cheapest for me. So I shop, I shop at Safeway, but I also get Safeway's gas. The reason why is because I'm able to use now I shop at Safeway sparingly because Safeway is expensive. I love me a good Winko. I ain't even finna sit here and lie to y'all. All right. But I shop at Safeway sparingly because I can reduce the cents. I think it's the cents. So if I shop at Safeway, if I spend a certain amount, I could take a certain cent, 
cents off. I think it's like up to, I think most recently I took like 20 cents off, right? But I shopped there sparingly for certain things that I can only get from Safeway that I can't get from like when I go to a Winko. All right, Costco, I go get gas at Costco, waiting them long, long lines just because Costco's gas, not only is it good for my car, but it's also cheaper, right? So I plan that out. I plan how I'm getting gas and that helps me. I don't just pop up and then now I'm spending more money. Look, I already got to pay like a million dollars when I fill up. Okay, gas is super expensive in California. Okay, sad note, I'm in Houston right now. Gas is like $3.50, but what? <laughs> What? Okay. <laughs> That's just a side note. Just to let y'all know. But anyways, I plan out when I'm going to go get gas. Another thing, I plan out when I'm getting clothes. I do not shop in the stores anymore just because for some reason, I know me. Okay. And that's a good thing that you got to know is yourself. And how you spend money, I don't do good in the stores, right? So I have to plan out what it is that I need to get. If I need to get an outfit for a special occasion, if I need to get an outfit for a dinner, if I need to get an outfit for this, I plan out what that looks like. And I do all of my planning. Then I go to the Fashion Nova and go get my stuff, okay? Because I love me some Fashion Nova clothes. Ask my friends, okay? Yes, all right? I got to get them to sponsor me, child, okay? Putting that in the notebook, all right? But you can do this in different areas of your life where you spend money. Plan for your groceries. Plan for, that's planning for your food. Planning for your clothes. Planning for them vacations. Vacations are expensive as hell. You got to plan for that, all right? Now, I ain't even finna sit here and make it seem like us, just in case to my friends that's listening. <laughs> That I haven't popped up and went somewhere before. But what I do is I use my points. If I'm going to plan and pop up and do something, I'm going to use points. I have a Southwest Southwest um, Airlines card. I get points. I use my points if there's anything that I need to do for my pop-ups or for those things, those occasions that happen, those just-in-case moments or those emergency moments, okay? So planning for the vacations, planning for the investments that you want to invest in. Lots of people are investing right now just because you want your money to go longer. I get that. We need our money to be long, right? So you need to plan for that. Where are you taking that money from, all right? Which paychecks are you doing that from? Is it coming from savings? What I'm just saying is just planning, planning for the things that you do for entertainment. If you go to concerts, you go to comedy shows, Whatever it is, whatever it is, all right, y'all get where I'm going with this. Just plan for it. That's it. That's it. This don't even have to be hard. This can be something that you take some time throughout. I don't even know. Maybe once a week. Maybe maybe once a month. Maybe two times a month. I don't know. It just all depends on you. For me, once a week, I'm always looking. I'm like, let me make sure that the plan is planning. All right, that's just me. So. Planning, that's going to be one way, a mindful way that you can stretch your dollars longer. All right. The next way is going to be shopping from a list. After you plan, of course, you jotting down everything that you need to get, whichever area it is, just because planning goes for multiple areas of our life where we spend money. Then you want to make sure that you are listing those things down. I truly do believe in just writing stuff down, but I have been a person that's been using my notes and on my iPhone. So that helps me a lot, but I truly am a write down person. So I keep a little notepad in my purse to write stuff down just because that helps me. Sometimes I physically need to write it down. And another reason why I like writing stuff down is because I feel like if I write it down, it's going to come to pass. Okay. And that's just me talking Bible right now. I don't know why it just, that's how I feel. Right. Although I wrote a man down lots of time on paper, man has not. 
Okay. Maybe it's coming. Okay. Maybe that's a little, maybe that's a little, you know, another subject. Y'all see, look at me, look at me getting off. Okay. <laughs> getting off topic. That ain't what we talking about. Okay. And so shopping from a list and that means in every area. Okay. Every area of your life where you shop from. All right. After you plan, you have to create some type of list. And when you are spending money, spend money from the list or write things down. Check this out. I keep a running list. So when I'm planning and there are some things that I know that I can't do right now that I may want to do next year when I get my taxes or when I come into some um, big amounts of money or something like that, I have a running list going of things that I need, that my household needs, that my kids need things that I want to get. So that way I've already planned that out because it's something about money. Y'all It's something about money that when you get a lump sum of money that you wasn't expecting, all of a sudden your mind just go straight for everything else. Not even going to the things that you've actually planned out or the things that you may have really needed, right? Even the things that you really wanted, because at that time you've developed new ones. That's the one thing that I've learned in life. You never stop wanting stuff. You always want something. You get it. Now you want something else. It just never stops. This is a ne- it's just a long cycle of I want it. I need it. I got to have it. Right. So when you plan it out, like I said, the first thing that you're doing with helping you stretch your money, then having some type of list, even if that's a long list that you ain't going to be able to shop from or get anything from until the next year or so. All right. So just keeping those things and keeping it in front of you somewhere. I have a dry erase board that's in front of my bedroom door of all of the things that I'm that I need to get so I can make sure that I keep those things down. Once again, those things don't have to be things that I'm about to get tomorrow, that I'm about to get next week, that I'm getting anytime soon. I just keep that running list. So that way I keep my mind focused. Remember, concrete, because once you plan your mind, concrete, concretely knows this is what we need to get. Okay, when you have a list, when you have things written down, it distracts your mind from all of those other things that you may come up with to say that you want. All right. That's just in my experience. Okay, and remember, all of this stuff is my my opinion. Okay, this is just me. This is how I feel. Y'all let me know what y'all think about it. Okay, I always love to hear some thoughts. People let me know their thoughts all the time. Trust. Okay. All right. And so moving into the last way that you can stretch your dollars longer is going to be buying in bulk the things that you absolutely know that you'll use and that you need. All right. I'm going to be completely honest with y'all when it comes to buying in bulk for food, that food will get wasted. I don't know what it is about food and I'm a cooker too. Right. I could buy, I mean, all the foods in bulk and all of a sudden it didn't been there too long. It just don't do right. But I'm going to tell you all some things that do last in bulk just because I'm talking about different areas in life. I'm not concentrating on anything specifically in this episode in one area of your in one area that you spend in. Right. I'm using this just across the board. So when I'm talking about buying in bulk, some things that have worked for me that I buy in bulk, that I love buying in bulk, is going to be toilet paper, paper towel, waters, child. Y'all can't stop me from buying waters. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I just do. Right. Waters, body wash, 
toothbrushes. I got so many toothbrushes at my house. Toothpaste, y'all. I keep a good, good big old pack from Costco in my house. Seasonings, I'm always cooking, so I always can use some seasonings. Cleaning products, y'all. I love a clean house, okay? So I'm always gonna be cleaning. So cleaning products, so I always have them. Epsom salt, candles, child. Look, I don't know. I think I told y'all. I don't know where I said it at, but simply since child, look, she can take all my money. Okay. All my money, even black lily candles, child. Look, all my money when it comes to candles, because I love a good, I like masculine smell, smelling candles and I love to have them in my house. I don't know why I just, people know when they come in my house, you're going to smell a good smelling candle. So I love me a good candle and I buy them in bulk. All right. Laundry detergent, dish detergent. These are just examples of things that I buy in bulk. So I'm not always going to the store or things that I don't have to think about, but you want to make sure if you are buying things in bulk, Whatever it is that you decide to buy in bulk, right? I'm just giving you some of my examples. Make sure that the price is right and that it fits what you're buying and that it's a deal for you and that you're going to actually use it and need it. All right. Just wanted to let you know, make sure all of those things first. All right. Because these are some things that can help you because I find, so the things that I just mentioned that I buy in bulk Regardless to if inflation is happening or if that shrinkulation is happening, I have all of these things. It it makes sense for me and the price makes sense in relation to what the price would have been had I just gotten those things week after week. All right. So you want to make sure that these things are making sense to you. All right. This is a good little short, little good little episode. Child, this ain't short. Look, I thought it was short. I just looked at the time. Okay. Hopefully this information has been valuable to y'all. Y'all share this episode far and wide with everybody because remember y'all is marketing. I am a one woman team. So I need y'all to make sure y'all share this thing. Shed. Okay. And listen, listen, listen. Y'all have been doing great on the listens. Once again, my listenership has doubled again. And it's just like, oh my God, is this what happened when you, you know, when you keep, when you stay consistent with something? So I'm going to stay consistent with it. Um, I am so excited for this new season that we're getting into. Y'all know I have the series that's going on, the series that's coming up after this because I've been playing it early. Woo, serious after this, gonna blow y'all away. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. But we're gonna go ahead and stay focused on where we at right now. I'm one of those people. I get distracted sometimes, but I'm gonna stay where we at right here. So thank y'all so much for listening. Once again, I hope that this information has been useful and helpful and you will find that it's valuable. All right. So that's all I got y'all. Ain't got no more. I want to thank all of y'all for listening. And I want y'all to live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.